Welcome to Chilling with Teddy G, an authentic black channel empowering the black community and capturing the modern day black reality through investigative journalism. I'm your host, Teddy G. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me for another episode of CWTG. As you know, I'm Teddy G, your host, and on this channel, ladies and gentlemen, everybody knows that we discuss anything and everything with absolutely no sugar, no frosting, and definitely no mayonnaise. So, y'all go grab yourself your favorite cup of coffee, tea, a latte, or whatever it is you want to uh, drink. I'll wait on you. And we're going to get into this next uh, very uh, important episode here on the Chilling with Teddy G. In fact, while y'all go get your uh, beverage, I'll do my dirty laundry because you know it's a must that we keep it clean at the studios of Chilling with Teddy G. With the Copyright Disclaimer Act of 1976 under Title 17, Section 107. Allowances is made for the fair use for the purpose such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarships, and research. Fair use is permitted by the copyright statute that may otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit, educational, or personal use tips to balance in the favor of fair use. Okay, so I'll give y'all a few more minutes while y'all go grab y'all coffee. In fact, you know what? I need to look up a, a news article that I want to, uh, for you, an audio portion that I want you guys to hear about what we're going to talk about. You know what? Let me tell y'all what we're talking about first. That's right. I haven't told you. We're going to talk about uh, this... Um, uh, even evangelical uh, uh, pastor uh, uh, Pat uh, Robinson, who was uh, televised on his uh, uh, network, the Seven Hundred Club, on the uh, uh, on his show, where he talks about this um, uh, uh, Kim Potter. You know, she's got a lot of different names out here now. You know how us uh, black folks love to tag different people with these uh, uh, affectionate names and uh, um, anyway uh, you know she was the officer that uh, killed uh, uh, Dwayne Wright uh, or the Dwayne Wright in the uh, uh, shooting where she said she had uh, accidentally pulled her taser I mean, accidentally pulled her service revolver and not her taser like she intended to do. And I did an episode on this. Y'all guys go back in there and look at that because we know for a fact that there's no way that you could um, mistake the two. But they use that for um, their excuse when they want to uh, kill or let's say correctly execute a melanated individual, a black individual. So that's what we're going to talk about. I'm still looking for this particular uh, uh, um, audio that I want to play for you guys. So y'all go ahead and heat up them coffees and teas and whatnot. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I'm still looking for this particular bit of uh, footage. But I did find one of our affiliates, um, Vicki Dillard who also did a uh, uh, an episode on uh, uh, Pat Robinson. I'm going to play uh, some snippets of her 
while I look for this specific uh, footage that uh, I'm looking for. Yeah, y'all check her out. She's on the Fly Nubian Queen. She has her own uh, uh, channel as well as uh, Vicky X Dillard. And um, I ask you guys to support her because she's a true uh, activist and she's a true investigative journalist who's out here for uh, uh, Native Black Americans. She's definitely a black first woman. So let's we're gonna go to her right quick, ladies and gentlemen. Why? And I'm gonna continue to look for this uh, uh, footage. Okay. Let me. I want to get my um. I'm queuing it now, right now, family. So in the meantime, you guys keep liking and sharing. She doing the same thing. I'm no, they doing. didn't, child. Trying to stop our flow. Okay, I think I got it here. Let's okay. See. So this is, okay, right now, Pat Robinson, I want y'all to listen. I'm back. Now, this threw me all the way off because I had to switch everything so I could listen to what was going on when y'all messaged me and told me that you couldn't hear me. Your children and grandchildren will not have the same country you have because of this wasteful spending. And okay. Second degree manslaughter wins. Because of this wasteful stop. All right, Ephraim. Okay, here we go. Listen to, um, I'm, I'm, again, this is on the Copyright Act of 1976. Thank you, Vicky Dilla fan page. This is uh, due to the fair use of 1976. I'm playing this audio so that you're able to listen to it. Um, family, because I took care of it, Vicky Dillard. I know you're doing your, your you're dotting your uh, eyes and crossing your T's, but we did it. Out across every T and dot every I, give people no place to mess with our shows. You're listening now to the 700 Club, which that's Pat Robinson's evangelical, the white evangelical uh, uh, show. By the way, he's the one that was responsible for the invention of the network, so he's really a multi multi millionaire. Y'all, for those of you that don't know. This is the same guy. I'm just giving you a little background information because some of you all may not have known this. Did you all know that he ran for president at one time? Yes, we did. And that his father, I believe it was, was also a, some sort of congressman, I believe it was. So you guys got to understand the interconnection between the evangelical white so-called Christian movement and politics. Are you hearing me? Absolutely. So here we go now, finally. Play too much. Listen to what the, the, he's getting ready to report. His his network is getting ready to uh, his show. He's on the Seven Hundred Club, but the CBN he helps to he's he's actually started. Um, this is his show. They're talking about um, the George Floyd murder by Derek Chauvin, David Chauvin's trial, and they're also discussing that Miss uh, that that Karen Potty. Her last name is Potter. I call her that Karen Potty that just murdered our brother. And how she just uh, went to court and she shot him. Of course, that was recorded. Watch this. Y'all listen. Said that Potter, a 26-year veteran of the force, meant to pull her taser, but instead she pulled her gun. Pat? You know, I asked for a demonstration and I have here in front of me that this is not the real thing, it's a plastic, uh, but this is, in our uh, uh, police department, we use the SIG, SIG SAR, uh, others use the Glock, but it looks something like this, and it feels like this. This is 
This is, uh, as I say, it's a plastic weapon. This. Well, wait a minute. Before that go on, did y'all hear he say, <laughs> we use this in our police department? Okay. Now, I don't know if he's saying that the uh, 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 C, uh, CBN has their own private police, which it sounds like that's what he said because he said in uh, our, this is what we use in our police department. Okay. And so we already know that he is the uh, founder and co-chair of, of uh, CBN, which is the Christian uh, Broadcasting Network. Now, I'm going to get back to that, but I felt it was important that you understand where his mindset is at when he's talking about uh, this uh, um, alleged uh, situation. They make tasers any longer black. This is a taser. Now, uh, Terry, uh, I know Cross and all the rest of it, but can you feel this one and then feel this one and tell me you, you couldn't tell the difference? This is lighter. Of course it's lighter. We don't, we don't have the battery now because if we did, we... Also, I'm going to say, you know, I, I think a lot of people are thinking like I was that both gun, both the gun and the taser would be put on your dominant side, but it's not that way. I want y'all to listen to very closely to their commentary. They reach millions of people, family. They're reaching mostly white alleged Christians who are very actively, uh, very politically active, mostly supporting white supremacist folk like Donald Trump, right? Because we know Joe Biden is one too, but let's just be clear, they have a particular agenda. They prefer Trump because Trump is overt. Trump don't leave them wondering if they're going to keep black people down. Trump assures them out loud, I'm going to handle this. That's why they love Trump. But y'all keep listening, okay? Watch this. So what the hell? They're different, they're different. So you also have to reach across yourself. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> yeah. different. So. Yeah, it's different. <laughs> it's different. As I say, they're not making tasers in this yellow color anymore. They're making them in black. They're making them yellow. Now, how she made the difference was she shot that poor guy to death saying, this is what I thought, this is what I thought was my taser. And, and if you can't tell the difference in the field of those things, it's crazy. Anyhow. Let's stop right there. That sounds real good, doesn't it, y'all? All the black people was getting excited. I was seeing activists and everybody been pushing. Yay! Pat Robinson is even saying, oh, then let's hold these, uh, let's hold him accountable. Listen, Pat Robinson is even calling them out uh, 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 for murdering black people. Now, family, keep listening. I need y'all to pay attention. And I need you all to understand why we need to make sure that we understand what Pat Robinson is up to. Remember, he was pushing Trump for a long time. Remember? Remember, he has been pushing not just Trump, but all of the white supremacist political policies and agenda for a long time. Remember, he's his audience is white evangelicals who voted for that uh, open racist. I'm always saying open racist because we know that Biden is a racist, racist, but he advocated for open races for a long time in their policies. Y'all keep listening. Okay, but I want to go in here and, and make this point too. She's 100% right what she's saying, but believe me when I tell you that Pat Robinson has a lot of, of uh, white wannabe melanated individuals who are members of his congregation and who, uh, who support the uh, uh, CBN, and uh, 
support his uh, his ministry. So please do not think that uh, uh, these are uh, uh, evil uh, um, uh, uh, white supremacists are the only ones who listen to him. He has a, a, a strong black following as well. Although what Vicky Dillon is telling you that the majority of his uh, uh, supporters are are uh, Mazungus, and she's right about that. But I want y'all to know that there is a bunch of uh, um, melanated individuals who also support him and his policies and practices. Pay close attention. Yes, sir. I, you know, I am pro-police, folks. I think we need to pay attention to that. Before he gets ready to make his other bombshell statements, he makes it clear where he stands in white supremacy. What did he just say? I'm pro-police. What did he just say, family? I am pro-police. He just said what, y'all? I am a pro I'm going to take a sip of my tea. Somebody put the answer. I want to know if you're paying attention because okay. I want you to know how he's setting this up. What did he just say there that was that was key? I'm a supporter of law enforcement race soldiers, pro-police. Let's understand that. That's what he said. I heard him clearly. Yes, 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 yes. He said he's pro-police, right? Why is that a problem? We know in black society, intelligent black society, we know that police, we don't believe in so-called bad apples, right, family? Pro-police to us means you are standing with the law enforcement arm of white supremacy. You all do know that police came out of slavery, right? This notion of being policed in, in, uh, in the first place came with slavery. It devolved into what was known as what? Paddy wagons and so forth. Why? These were slave catchers. These were folks that were hired to bring back the escape and missing slaves. These were those that were required and hired to surveillance us. To keep us in check and in place so that white supremacy can continue to thrive. Don't you ever forget that. That's one thing. Pay close attention, family. Keep listening. Police, we need their service, and they do a good job, but if they don't... He said they, we need their service, and he said they do a good job. Y'all see the play right there, right? But he's not done. Watch this. Watch We having some audio. Wait a minute, let me check this. There we go. This onslaught, but instead, as I say, they're not making tasers in the shell of color anymore. They're, they're making them they're in black. They're making them yellow. Now, how she made the difference was she shot that poor guy to death, saying, "This is what I thought. This is what I thought was my taser." And, and if you can't tell the difference in the feel of those things, it's crazy. Anyhow, she deserves, but I, you know, I am 
pro-police, folks. I think we need the police. We need uh, their service, and they do a good job. But if they don't stop this onslaught, they cannot do this. You know, the, the police in, in Virginia picked up a, a lieutenant in the Army and began to give him trouble. And, and our, our, our state police are highly trained. Did y'all hear that? Please pay attention. He calls out, y'all remember, that black brother who was in his uniform, right? Police, um, his, I'm sorry, his military uniform. And the white supremacist tasered him, accosted him, harassed him, threatened him. Now y'all know the white media is trying to sit there and say, this man is black and Latino. Y'all better go sit y'all's funny looking self down somewhere. You all know I've been talking about this for the longest time. Other people groups, they are desperately trying to intertwine other people groups and stuff that they know that's happening to folks that's considered to be black. His name was Carson Nazario. So that other folks are able to eat off of us. I was listening to a brother the other day that was making uh, a point, and I think this is really excellent. We have not seen our other so-called brothers and sisters of other different people groups out there putting in the work that we've been putting in for 500 years. I'm gonna need somebody black to talk black to me. So if y'all gonna sit out here and keep talking about black and brown coalition, black and yellow coalition and stuff like that, I'm gonna need to see y'all out there on the front lines with us. We're the only ones that's been doing bleeding and stuff. And let's be clear, when the white supremacists and one of the um, officers remember that pulled him over was a Hispanic man, y'all remember that? Absolutely. Let's be clear, when white folk and members of white uh, of white supremacist society, including other people groups. I told you black folks uh, can be members of the white supremacist system, right? His name was uh, uh, Joe Gettitari, if I'm pronouncing it correctly. I remember it was something like that. But anyway, I remember I said, listen guys, this guy sounds like a uh, brown person, a Hispanic person himself. But even though he was Hispanic, you can tell by that name, Gatari, that um, he was Hispanic. But even though he was, ladies and gentlemen, I guarantee you that he thought that he was pulling over a native black American. He thought he was pulling over uh, a black individual. He didn't think that he was pulling over a uh, 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 um, someone of a, uh, a, a another ethnic group. I guarantee you, he was racially profiled because they thought that he was a black man. Knew in their minds they was looking at a black man. There you go. I just said that. They weren't looking at nobody mixed. And some of you funny looking people love to tell me what well, Vicky people in the Caribbean and Hispanic people, they have black roots. Okay, that's the time for y'all to be talking about the black roots this, this time. Why are you sitting there emphasizing black and Hispanic? Honey, they saw that dominant blackness. Absolutely. Y'all better stop playing with me. Where I'm dry. Is it Dwayne Wright his name? Dwayne Wright. That's a 20-year-old um, Yes, the 20-year-old brother that deadly shooting involving that white supremacist lady 
uh, Kim, right? Family. He's mixed. But what got him in trouble was not the white part of him or whatever else he may have been mixed with. What got him shot was his blackness. Yeah, I said his name wrong. Dante, thank y'all. Forgive me. What did I call him? Whatever I did, I meant to pronounce his name right. Dante, watch this. Let me ask you something. I said, Dwayne, Dante, forgive me. Watch this. It was the blackness, the blackness of it all. Y'all better stop playing with us. That's why they shot and killed him. That's why that Kim Potter shot and killed him. Aside from that, I'm just throwing it out there because that's important. Because when I was talking in times past about other people groups and black folks out there sitting up there trying to cake for every other group and black folks are still being murdered. We don't see overwhelming assistance. That's the reason why our elders told us black folks, you don't have no friends. Let's get back to this, this Pat Robinson. Keep listening. Why they don't stop this and this thing is going on in Minnesota, but the death Listen. to death saying, this is what I thought. This is what I thought was my taser. And, and if you can't tell the difference in, in the field of those things, it's crazy. Anyhow, she deserves, but I, you know, I am pro-police folks. I think we need the police. We need uh, their servants and they do a good job. But if they don't stop this onslaught, they cannot do this. You know, the, the police in, in Virginia picked up a, a lieutenant in the army and began to... Why did I emphasize the fact that he mentioned the lieutenant that's in the army? The black man that they accosted. The black man was what? in uniform. Y'all better walk with me through this. I'm trying to let you know why Pat Robinson is rebuking the police. He's not rebuking the police for uh, uh, for the same reasons you are. And I need to expose this because some of you all may be thinking, well, it's still good that he said it, even if his motives was different. No. Yes and no. And I'm going to explain to you why in just a moment. Somebody just said Lieutenant uh, Caron Nazaro. Yeah, black brother. Like I said, brother. Black man. Thumbs up, thumbs up, share, 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 family. Listen. Pay attention to how he's stringing this along, his alleged criticism. Listen. Well, and our, our, our state police are highly trained. But why they don't stop this? And this thing is going on in Minnesota, but the Derek Chauvin, I mean, they ought to put him under the jail. He has caused so much trouble by kneeling on the... the stop right there. Stop right there. Did you all catch it? Y'all don't play with me. Did you all catch that? Did you all catch that last statement he said? He went from talking about what? He pro-police. They do a good job, he said. Blah, 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 blah. He was letting white people know I'm still on call with white supremacy. But he specifically called out police instances, encounters where they murdered us for a certain reason, he talked about the black man that was dressed in military uniform, right? Right? Right. Right? Absolutely. Then he talked about what? Derek Chauvin. Derek Chauvin, listen again to what he, yeah, somebody just put it in the chat, y'all listening. Yes, yes, listen. 
nothing sort of forward. This is what I thought. This is what I thought was my taser. And, and if you can't tell the difference in the, in the feel of those things, it's crazy. Anyhow, she deserves. But I, you know, I am pro police, folks. I think we need the police. We need uh, their service. And they do a good job, but if they don't stop this onslaught, they cannot do this. You know, the, the police in, in Virginia picked up a, a lieutenant in the Army and began to give him trouble. And, and our, our, our state police are highly trained. But why they don't stop? Hold on. Somebody just said I'm freezing. I don't want to go any further if that's the case. Moderator, my moderator knows how to get me. Moderator, tell me if I'm freezing or not. No, you're not freezing. Tell me if I'm freezing or not. Okay, I don't see no freezing, but I want my confirmation. Moderator, send me my personal message to tell me if you see me freezing or hear me. And this thing is going on in Minnesota, but the Derek Chauvin, I mean, they ought to put him under the jail. He has caused so much trouble by kneeling on the, the death of George Floyd. Y'all listen. He said they should put him under the jail. Vicky, what is your point? This white evangelical is not rebuking them because he says they're wrong, because they're racist, they're white supremacists, and that black folks are under attack. He specifically said, Derek Chauvin needs to be put under the jail because he's caused so much trouble. He got caught, in other words. Oh, uh, y'all are so sweet with your compliments. Some uh, DeAndre, I miss me. Some think I missed y'all back. Somebody was saying they listen to me, uh, my content. I was, oh, thank you all. Keep sharing, family. Thumbs up, thumbs up. Why am I pointing this out? Y'all, why did he specifically talk about the black lieutenant that was in his military uniform? Because they know that this man in uniform that clearly fights the illegal wars for America and for white supremacy, when you find black folk that's willing to kill and murder and serve on behalf of a murderous country that is the United States of America, in other words, black folks that are willing to do that, no disrespect to those that have served, y'all know I, I got veterans in my family, a legacy, but let's be clear. America sends black folk and people of color because black people are black people to fight their illegal wars and to do the bidding of white supremacy, right? Those are the ones that they want to protect the most. Pat Robinson specifically mentioned him because number one, the man was in uniform. And this is an image that's going around the world that embarrasses white supremacy. So number one, you're attacking black folks that do the bidding for white folks. And number two, it looks bad because we can't keep claiming. White supremacy is mad because they're saying, oh, Zero Inc. said Florida screaming for your queen. You know I need somebody to scream for me. Thank you for screaming for me, Florida. White folk know the world is seeing the image of the police uniform. God today versus the military uniform. And the world thought that the U.S. military invading their countries, stealing their resources, meddling in their political affairs and causing strife in their countries by their unseen hands. People around the world thought that the military uniform was the worst. But when they saw the image side to side, a black man in uniform on 
behalf of the United States of America, the world has seen the man of sin, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3, being further exposed because the man of sin, the real warrior, the real white supremacist terrorist is that white, mostly law enforcement agency that is the United States of America. The law enforcement, the police Uniform, thank you, Virginia, for hollering for me. The police uniform is even more powerful than a black man in a military uniform. That's the reason he initially brought out that black man that was in a uniform, because it's an embarrassment to white supremacy. Why? Because white supremacy has been using the military They've been using that uniform as cover for their good work around the world. Y'all got to understand this. They can't keep claiming that as something good because they see in America, they will still kill a black man or woman in uniform. How many of you all know that it's the Vicky show, not some of these other activists on the streets that's been teaching you over the years, reminding you, not that some of you didn't know this, but reminding you how nothing has changed and how America, I've been telling you for years that there is nobody more patriotic than black people. Haven't I taught you that? I've been teaching you nobody is more patriotic than us. Why? Because when we were in chains, when we were under your convict leasing, your black codes, your uh, unjust sharecropping, your Jim Crow, your new Jim Crow, we fought in every one of your wars. When we couldn't pee in the same toilet, when we couldn't go to the same restaurant, somebody said, I'm hollering from you from UK. Thank you, Cameron. America, we fought for you. When our people were still in chains, some of our brothers fought in wars with the hopes that you were going to give them freedom. Some of our black men who made a big difference in you winning these wars, they said for a chance to be free in America, I'll put my life on the line and fight my slave master's wars. How many times I've been telling you for years there is nobody more patriotic than black people. Can't no Nobody tell us nothing. Somebody put in the chat, hashtag uncheckable. We are henceforth even forevermore uncheckable. Can't nobody tell us nothing. Absolutely. I'm in 100% agreement with that. Now, with that being said, I got this footage that I've been trying to get to y'all for the last 30 minutes so I can deconstruct exactly like she's doing. And she's done an excellent job of it. Vicki Diller has done an excellent job of uh, deconstructing what he said. But I want to play a portion that I haven't heard her play. Plus, I want to show you how lamestream media, MSNBC in particular, how they left out that portion that Vicki Diller played. And I want you all to see how they're trying to paint this narrative about uh, uh, um, Pat Robinson. 
longtime televangelist and conservative host of the 700 Club, Pat Robertson, surprised just about everyone yesterday when he sounded off. 700 Club, Pat Robertson, surprised just about everyone yesterday when he sounded off on the state of policing in America. After reporting on the killing of Dante Wright, he did a demonstration on set showing the difference between a gun and a taser. He then said this. I am pro-police, folks. I think we need the police. We need the, their servants, and they do a good job. But if they don't stop this onslaught, they cannot do this. You know, the, the police in, in Virginia picked up a, a lieutenant in the Army and began to give him trouble. And, and our, our, our state police are highly trained. But why they don't stop this? And this thing is going on in Minnesota, but the Derek Chauvin, I mean, they ought to put him under the jail. He has caused so much trouble by kneeling on the, the death of George Floyd. It's just on his neck. It's just. Now, I want y'all to hear that. Uh, uh, this uh, lamestream media, MSNBC, you notice they started out with him saying, I am pro-police. I support the uh, police. So there you go right there, ladies and gentlemen, where, where he's painting that narrative uh, to let you know, even though he's uh, talking about y'all bringing uh, light to a situation that we've been that we didn't had undercover for years uh y'all bringing light to it that's what he means when he says by uh i'm pro police and that we need police and that y'all uh uh the uh derek chauvin and uh, this other police officer who uh, um stopped the uh, lieutenant Y'all bringing all this stuff to light. We need this stuff to stay in the dark. This is what he's telling you. He's not saying so much that y'all wrong for what y'all doing, but he's telling y'all, y'all got to stop putting this stuff out there where everybody is seeing it. Y'all bring, he, you heard him say, y'all bringing us a lot of trouble. You bringing us a lot of heat. This is what he's saying. If you listen to him carefully. It's terrible what's happening, and the police, why don't they open their eyes to what the public relations are? They've got to stop this stuff. Maybe they need more training, consistent training. I, I don't mean training. the problem is things, but you've got to pay them more. We don't have... You hear that? The problem is we need to pay them more. The problem ain't that they need training, because he, actually, he's right about that. They don't need training. They're doing exactly what they want to do. Actually, they're, be, they're doing exactly what they've been trained to do. This is why he tells you that they don't need training. Have the, the finest in the police department. They, they're low-paid people, Terry. They, they, they don't get adequate. It's not a question of training. It's a question of hiring a, a more superior wor workforce. And you hear that? It's not about training. They need a, a more superior workforce. Now, what does he mean when he say that? That means that he's saying that we need more uh, critical thinking individuals on the force who will continue to do what we've been doing, but not make it public. Stop bringing this spotlight down on what we've been doing. This is what he's saying. We are doing it, but we need police. 
We need them and we need to honor them. And I'm you hear that? We need police and we need to arm them. You hear him clearly. These are his own words. I'm not putting this in his mouth. All for it. But at the same time, we cannot have a bunch of clowns running around who are underpaid and who really are not. Now, what he means by we don't need a bunch of clowns running around, we don't need y'all troublemakers. We didn't have a police force that's been accomplishing the stuff that we want to accomplish without bringing it to spotlight. You clowns need to get out of there. And the ones who've been doing exactly what we wanted y'all to do and how we want it done, we need to give y'all more money. The best and brightest. We've got to have the best in there. You hear that? We got to have the best and the brightest. Now this, and as you hear him saying this, these are his words. He's not saying that we need people in there to uh, stop being uh, racist. He's not saying that we need um, more compassionate and, and, and uh, individuals. He's saying, y'all, we got some dumb cops in here. We need to uh, get the best and the brightest in here so we can continue doing what we're doing. You heard him say it. You didn't hear him say that we need more compassionate people. You didn't hear him say that we need more people, uh, more officers that are... Um, Willing to uh, uh, go the extra mile to uh, um, stop the police violence. He's not speaking on none of that. He's specifically telling you we need the best and the brightest. Y'all are letting in some of these police officers. You are letting in some of these race soldiers who are pulling our whole card. And that has to stop. This is what he's saying. for people who don't appreciate how influential Pat Robertson is, the 700 Club has been... Even this announcer is saying it. Y'all not appreciating how influential this uh, uh, even angelical uh, uh, white uh, pastor is. This is what he's telling you. An institution in, in, across this country for many, many, many years and millions of people listen to the word of Pat Robertson really? talking about police there. Um, he was referencing the stop of Lieutenant Nazario in Virginia as well. That was for what they thought was not displaying a tag. He did have the tag and it escalated to the point where he was sprayed and tased. And of course, Dante Wright was stopped because he had expired tabs on his car. See, that is not why he, Dante was stopped. You, let's keep seeing and that's the narrative they keep trying to paint out here now they're not talking about the true initial reason why they said he was stopped which was what y'all that's right an air freshener they tried to say an air freshener was blocking his view they saw a black man in the car and see now that during the course of the, uh of the uh police uh uh investigation you know how they call in your plates that's when they discovered that he had uh, expired plates. But that was not the reason for the initial stop. Y'all need to quit trying to play us because we know that that wasn't the case. That was discovered later on. The initial stop was because of an air freshener. And that ended in his death, of course. So I guess the... An air freshener ended in his death. Let's make that perfectly clear question here is of escalation. Why expired tags are leading to the death of young men in this country? 
Well, ultimately, uh, here's where we have to confront uh, a problem that we've been avoiding for a long time, and that is the problem of, of anti-black racism, which I'll Bryan. identify uh, in this moment. And this is partly why uh, Black Lives Matter uh, as a movement uh, has certainly, uh, over the last couple of years, been trying to get mm -hmm. Americans to understand that there is no value when it comes to black people's lives, when it comes to people of color in general, uh, when police officers have encounters with folks who look like me, unfortunately, uh, as we saw play out in, 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 in the case of Dante Wright, uh, there is no sympathy, there is no understanding, there is uh, just this person encountering an individual uh, and being quite belligerent, not even attempting to de-escalate. And again, an individual doing this who has 26 years of experience. Kim Potter is the only evidence you need that so-called training uh, is simply not going to cut it. Uh, it's not effective, and it's about time that we accept the reality that you can train and train and train all day. Uh, but at the end of the day, if someone is going to encounter someone who looks like me and come uh, into the situation uh, without value in my life, guess what? The results will be the same. That's right, because they don't regard your life, honey. You, me, and anybody that look like us, they consider us less than animals. Yeah, I said it. Less than. Not equal to. Less than animals. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. And this has been going on forever. Okay? Ever since they established this uh, so-called uh, uh, law enforcement uh, uh, practicing policies. They was formed and based on, on, on slave catchers. So, I'm going to get off of this right now because I'm going to have to, I got to get right back on here and do another episode on the, uh, the misspeaking. Well, actually, it wasn't misspoken, but the words of uh, Tim Scott and uh, Kamala Harris saying that there is not racism in America. Can you believe that? And, and uh, I believe that they know the impact of those uh, very harsh and uh, false words that they spoke. Okay, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of uh, CWTG. I really do appreciate it. I want y'all to hit that like button, hit that uh, follow button, and become a member and follow this uh, station and share with everybody that you know. And please, if you can, please uh, support this station, ladies and gentlemen. This station is supported off of 100% listener donations. That's right. You don't hear any uh, commercialized, uh, uh, monetized uh, on this show. This show is strictly done by uh, participant, participation, and donation. So please, guys, hit that support button and, and, and support this station with whatever you can. Every single dollar goes directly back into the operation of this channel so we can continue to get these words out to the uh, public. I love you guys. Loving you guys is my food. And Teddy G is hungry each and every single day of his life. And until I have the opportunity to address you guys again, I bid each and every one of you peace, love, and soul. And don't forget to keep up your social distancing.